Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, talkers. It's Wednesday, which means it's hump day. The sun is looking to peek out a little bit on this gloomy day, which is nice, but it's going to brighten up a lot more with Lori and Julia here for the next three hours. Let's have a little fun, guys. Oh, that's right. It's not Tuesday. It's Wednesday. It's so exciting. (laughs) I know. Okay, I love that about a short week. Okay, so I went to the card game last night oh. with the ladies. What card games did so, you play? All right, so new, brand new ones, which I'm so delighted to know about. One of them is called Wizard, and you actually get the cards from a card shop. There's a deck of cards for Wizards, but it's really... Both games were kind of like a combination of Rummy 500, Hearts, and... Um, Kind of those two games. So it's a lot of bidding, but it was quicker. Um, you don't have to rely on your partners. You are always, because sometimes like in 500, you know, if your partner gets the lead and they're taking the tricks and stuff, you're not involved at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is, this was, it was super fun. I was so delighted to meet my lady friends. Was there <laughs> the drinking ladies or oh, you, you wouldn't even believe the spread Linda put okay. out last night. It was just like I walked in and it was a full meal and appetite, everything. Oh, it was wonderful. It was so fun. And I'm like, how do I get invited now everywhere else? Right. <laughs> but I won. I had beginner's oh, luck. Good. I totally won. I totally won. It was what so. What was the pot? Well. Like $10? Not even. Okay. Yeah, okay. not even. But it was just. So fun to learn some new card games, spend some time with people I really have only met on the pickleball field uh-huh. or court. Yeah, right. It was just so fun to learn about. Sounds like I fun. was very, um, I love, you know, I'm never that great at cards, but, but it you was. You like games. I like games. And you learned a new one. It's two. Did you I mean, order your wizard cards yet? I haven't yet. Okay. I. I because <laughs> you just haven't gotten around to it, but I you're had, going to. I haven't had time, but boy, is that a fun game. It was really something different, Laurie. Yeah. And it was just because you don't. How s- many people were there? Like six? six of us. Perfect. And um, really good conversation. It was just so much fun. It was just a completely new group of people. And I just, yeah. they were so welcoming and lovely. And like so fun. it was. No, I want to join. No, Lori, you be, would love it. Is it in Woodbury? It's well. See, you won't go. My family won't drive that twenty minutes. <laughs> and this was, you know, by my old house, so it was oh, twenty. It was twenty five minutes. Further. Uh, it uh-huh. was even further away. But anyway, I was just, and it was funny because one of the ladies, um, Charlie, who who's a new listener, mm-hmm. she said, "Well, boy, that author you talked." <laughs> On Monday was kind of difficult. Sophie Valru under Paris stars yeah. or whatever. And Grant, yeah. she said, 
did you really like that book? Because it was kind of one of our harder interviews because mm-hmm. we weren't getting a lot from her. Mm-hmm. And I just looked at her and I said, oh. Yeah. <laughs> was it monosyllabia? Is that what she suffered um, from? One word answers? Don, just, Donnie, I called you Donnie yeah. Grant. Was um, it monosyllabia that she had? Not really one word answers. She just was kind of a little lost in her train of thought at times, mm-hmm. you know? Like okay. they would ask a question and she'd go down a little bit of a different road and then yeah. it was try to steer it back in. But this wasn't. Yeah, you were you were asking great questions because you were oh. digging at times. I know. Oh. I <laughs> were, was like, whoa. Yeah. Even but it, even Brittany got in for a second and kind of saved a lifeline she, there at the she end. Did. <laughs> but it was with a lifeline who hasn't read the book. But it's I know exactly. Right. <laughs> but googling very quickly and so at one point my friend says Charlie goes, you know, did you like it? And I said, oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. This, Two. Interesting. Two out of four. Yeah, interesting. It was interesting. <laughs> but it was very funny because she said that was really kind of a hard interview. And I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. She felt your pain <laughs> through the radio airwaves. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my oh, gosh. All right. Moment. So yes. what What did everybody do last well, night? Well, I mean, I I kind of unpacked a little bit. And, and Casey, who's, uh, you know, suffering with a kidney stone right now, he said he would, he could watch. He, he has taken... The um, lawn chair that's the Ergonite Dynamic, oh, yeah, that one that, yeah. that your brother has it yep. too, and put it in our living room so he can basically be stretched out almost flat. Oh. This is the, the, the weightless, those funny lawn chairs that you kind of walk back yeah, in. Yeah, they're stressed. It's like an yeah. acronym, but in yeah. the lawn but chair But in the lawn chair, totally. Okay, because... Okay, that's he so needs, funny. We don't even... He, he needs, needs to, to spread out the belly? He needs to spread out his stomach because oh. it is so painful trying to pass a stupid kidney stone. He said, I can watch the finale of Animal Kingdom with you. And then Love I probably it. have to go lay down. And it was so good. Yes, it was. It was the season finale. It was just epic. The whole season came together. Mm-hmm. That Grant show did I, it deliver every season, you guys? It yes. has delivered And they have season. really built a better story with a young version of Smurf. Finding out what made Smurf tick. Because Ellen Barkham was amazing as she this was. matriarch of this crime family. She, was she no longer on the series this year? There's something, something that happens, happens. Okay. in the fourth season. Okay. You have to watch to see. And is her name Smurf? Yes. Yeah, that's her oh, name. Okay. That's a name she got All given right, got years ago. So the young Smurf, played by Sean Penn's very hot wife. Beautiful. Okay. Beautiful. Yes. Just like you can't take your eyes off of right. her. Um, you're getting between current time. And this is the one where Scott um, Speedman was yes, on the show I for the first him. two yep, seasons. Yep. and. Yeah, you even learned a little bit about Scott Speedman's childhood in this last season, too. It's a nice right. crossover, kind of like what... Um, What's that one? Uh, oh, God. This is us. You know how they kind of yeah. built that nice oh, relationship yes. with yes, the past yes. and the present? Yes. Yeah. They're it doing, a, a, good job they're doing a good job of that. And you're really learning where the dynamic of the family came from because of this younger right. version. Oh, oh it's Grant. Good. Wait it's a minute. So good. Wait a minute. Are we going to be able to give you a couple extra brownie points for something? Do you watch This Is Us? I do. Absolutely. <gasps> Such a good all right, show. So, season. All right, so you can you can come to work tomorrow. Yeah, right, <laughs> good, right. good. I didn't know you watched that because Lori and I love oh, that show. That show, and I and I loved that they came out and said this is how we're, where we're going to go. This is where we're going to end it, and nothing. You know, like I like how we know they're not going to stretch yeah. it out and bore it out, but they're right. but they're not going to they're not going to leave us high and dry and yeah. cancel this season exactly. without giving us an ending, right. so you can commit to a network show. You know, that's always the thing. Yep. Yeah, and With, then I watched one episode of the morning show. Oh. Which one? 
The first episode. Oh, just the first of the one. second season. And it's like, hello. Uh, it's the Today Show. It's it the is. Today Show. It's Katie Couric writing her book. It's the whole Me Too, the COVID. I mean, everything. It's kind of grim. That Lord, first episode was grim. Don't you remember what Neil Justin said about it? The whole season was kind of grim. I'm in, I'm on almost done with episode two on the morning show mm-hmm. on Apple Plus. You know, they're talking about Wuhan and they're talking about the beginning of the virus and something to talk about. And it's just kind of like, ugh. yeah, I know it. I, I don't just, think it's having the same buzz as that first season no. because it just feels too dated real or and, not dated. That isn't the right word. But, it feels glum, relentlessly oh, glum. Beyond. And there's no, um, and because it's not this exciting part of anyone's life, this whole COVID experience, right. you just, I feel like I don't want to go relive it. Kind of. It's its not a happy spot. Yeah, right, right. So, I know what's going to happen, you know, kind of thing, but you just don't I fall mean, in uh, love with anybody. There's no hot sex or anything happening. I mean, well, give we're, us- we're early into it, but I do think, you know, it's not going to be something like, it's no squid no way. game or... Or, of course, it's not bingeable because they release once a week. Right, I think, it's no the Ted first Lasso, of course. Yeah, but, I mean, it's it, it's not a show that should be binged anyway. No. It's too heavy. It's too, yeah, but it's, un, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of bummed. Yeah. I wanted to like it more than I am. I'm ready to just move on over to sex education and revisit it when I'm down the pike and have nothing to watch. Because I love sex education. That's... Season three is like a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So funny, See, and, and it could be a good palate cleanser after Squid Game and Chestnut Man. Well, see, I started a new one last night. I was reading, doing Chestnut Man, and then I got into Did you another. Finish? No, hmm. I was up all night. I swear. I watched Jaguar. Have you heard of this one? It's a Netflix show. It's new this year, and it's based in nineteen sixties. A Holocaust survivor. Um, joins a group of self-trained spies who seek justice against all the Nazis that fled to Spain. Oh, wow. Oh, is it good? It is. is. It compelling? It is. All it's right. just six episodes. Oh, that's perfect. But it it is. Oh, gosh. Another heavy one, though. In, in subtitles. So I switched yeah. from Danish subtitles to um, <laughs> Spanish subtitles. And, yeah, really. Paying attention, really, learning I am, conversation. I am bilingual. Right. <laughs> All right, listen, when we come back, it's stories we can't get enough of. Hey, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us on this Wednesday. So these two, and these two being Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, they have not officially co- collaborated with each other on a movie since they won Oscars for their screenplay 24 years ago for Goodwill Hunting. Isn't that something? Yeah, and um, so they were on GMA this morning talking about their new period film, The Last Duel, Directed by Ridley Scott, based on a true story, co-starring Jodie Comer. Right. Premiered at the Venice Film Festival. He premiered his girlfriend, J-Lo, at that film festival. And they were in studio uh, with GMA this morning. And Grant has done the editing for us. And here we go. The Last Duel tells the true story of the final trial by combat in medieval France. I will not be patronized. By this squire. The first time co-stars Matt Damon and Ben Affleck have worked together since they won the Oscar for best screenplay for 1997's Goodwill Hunting. Whoever we forgot, we love you and we, we love you. you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been more than 20 years since you all wrote together. So, how was it different this time around? 
It's a much different kind of movie. It's different because we're different people and we've grown a lot and have been through a lot. But it's also not, it doesn't, I know that from the outside it might look like, oh, they did this together then and now this is so much later. But staying friends and, and it feels like we've worked together a bunch just because we consult one another, rely on one another and talk about stuff and look at one of those movies. Was it easier this time around? I think we were more efficient this time. Uh, you know, and we also had a deadline this time, and people were actually waiting for the script, and we had a real writer with us. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it was, it was very different. I kept them in shape. And who kept them on track? Oscar-nominated Nicole Holofcener. I think uh, having a female write a female character is important, and I was happy to see that I was surprising them with things that they wouldn't have thought of. So it was like, okay, good. I'm glad they asked me in. So, and of course, Matt has a mullet in this movie. Ben is blonde in this movie. Yep. It's at 88% on Rotten Tomatoes, the movie. Right. And really? Ridley Scott, you know, he gave us, you know, Gladiator and Thelma and Louise. Right. And, uh, I mean, Alien, I almost think that he did. Um, he's an amazing director. He's now 83. Right. And, you know, here's, so when you said that about how well it's doing on Rotten Tomatoes, so this is from San Francisco Chronicle, you know, a top critic. He gave it a four out of four. Yeah. I mean, and they really... It's an epic, right? Yeah, and they said, he said the movie adheres fairly closely to the history and where the history's complete, it fills in the rest, but it makes smart choices to both emphasize the drama and make um, psychological sense, but having... The street showing about how women were treated in medieval oh, yeah. times. I mean, well, come on. Yeah, and they terrible. said Jodie Comer kind of pulls it all together. Right. She's and, amazing. And Adam Driver is in it yes. as the bad guy. Yes. And um, we've got one more little... Ben Affleck talks so fast. Yeah, yeah, in the beginning, I was wondering what he was saying I mean, there. I was too. I'm like, turn it up. He's <laughs> not really comfortable doing interviews, it seems like. I mean, he does them. And, he, but and he Matt's too go- comfortable and puts his foot in his mouth usually. Oh, so it's like right. they need someone in between. Mm-hmm. But they're doing well, I'd say. The epic period drama directed by Ridley Scott is filled with larger-than-life battle scenes. Affleck and Damon undergoing their own physical transformation to embody the nobility of the Middle Ages. It required putting a bald cap on because my hair would show through to the blonde, so it was a lot. And then the, these Italian artists who did the beard wanted to do like each individual hair, uh, which I at first I thought, ah, the artistry of this, this is so bad. And then by the third day, I was like, guys, can we just do like a, you know, slap it on here? <laughs> you, you, both of us, it took a while to do the work. I didn't recognize you at first. I was like, oh wait, I knew the voice, but I didn't at first glance. And I was also watching it on my phone, so it was a little bit. Don't ever, <laughs> don't ever tell that. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> but it, but it is. Did you just scrub through it? Kinda, no, I, wa- no, I watched the whole thing, the on whole thing. Phone? Day. On my phone. Oh my God. <laughs> After filming during COVID, the last duel is opening exclusively in theaters. The star showing up for the New York premiere. You walk the red carpet with Jennifer. What was that like? A lot of fun. I'm very proud of the movie. I'm very excited. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It is really rewarding time for me. Uh, professionally, I, uh, it's, it's, it's very exciting. You know, it's a really nice to go to a premiere of a movie that you like. That you feel that you're getting recommended, that you're proud of. So, and, and with your friend, those you love and admire, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, we we all want to get back to it. And for us, obviously, our whole business revolves around people going, feeling safe enough to go to the movies. So, so do we have to wait another two decades for another collaboration? It sounded like you guys. Whenever Nicole's number. ready, yeah. <laughs> she has our number. Nicole, would you have anything in mind? I would love to to direct them. I would love to write more with them and just hang out with them. Well, congratulations on the film. It's incredible. She's the other co-writer, and yeah. she was on with them on Access Hollywood Entertainment Tonight. I love that they're doing that. And she's sitting with them. Of course, all the questions are really going for for them. The, for them. But right. you know, she is she is there, and she's been in every single on camera interview with all the entertainment shows. So, you know, Matt probably it's some smart. Someone on their team said, hey, have the woman writer be out there with you, especially with Matt Damon, as you said, his foot and mouth disease. That he has. <laughs> huff and, huff and foot. Yeah, huff and, and, and he talks so fast, he, you know, about her being yeah, on yeah. the red carpet. Yeah. You could just tell. And People Magazine has a new thing that they're doing now, which maybe they've been doing it for a while, but they have people. You're a longtime subscriber, I so am. you should know. I should know, except mm-hmm. I never know how to look up any of my online things. Uh, I always forget what the code is, but they're doing celebrity astrology. People is. Oh, okay. So like for stars. Okay. And they, of course, looked at Ben and uh jennifer lopez yes and okay. because they're both leo sons remember they both celebrated yes. their birthdays you know he rented the early august the yacht yes 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 and Capri, they're both leo sons and they're scorpio moons mm. and that means they feel at home with each other um and they both have mercury and leo i'm always curious about not that i'll remember but i always like hearing this so they communicate well with each other okay but because they're leo sons and scorpio moons there's a lot of passion and drama and Scorpio moons can be tricky and secretive as hell, which is when Ben Affleck hides his gambling, drinking, gambling all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like an amazing card counter. He can't help but gamble. He can count cards. Mm-hmm. You know, Casey can count cards. I know he can. I've always been so envious. Same. I always lose track. I tried last can night. You count cards? I tried no. to count the the suits. You know, because yeah. it's all about tricks yeah. and trumping. And so I'm counting, and, every, and someone said to me like halfway through, "I bet you wish you were counting now because yeah. I'm overbid." Right. And I'm like, "How am I going to get there?" Yeah. And I'm like, "I was counting, but I keep losing count." Yeah. So I hope <laughs> Ben's that part of him doesn't screw any of this up. But the last time they broke up. Something happened, an eclipse happened that activivated their Saturn and Venus conjunction, and that's okay. why they were doomed to break up. Okay, I just want to tell ago. you that was worth nothing. I know. Okay, so <laughs> someone gets paid. Let's write celebrity 
I'm horoscopes. But Julia, people, people, you know. But if we talk about moons and everything, it it means nothing. It's faded. It was faded. (laughs) Just take that away. It was in the stars then and in the moon now. But are they saying they're going to have good luck? As long as one of their secretive moons doesn't rear its ugly head. Like Ben going off on a bender. There you go. Hopefully he's learned. All right, Grant, what's happening with the traffic? We've got a few accidents to talk about. You, Paul Simon, he's 80 years old today. Wow. He wrote that epic line when I think back on all the crap that I learned in high school. It's a wonder I can think it all. That's awesome. Yeah. That is a great line. But I never really realized that Kodachrome, that song, was a love song to cameras in Kodachrome film. I never even knew it was called Kodachrome. When I just heard that line, Kodachrome, I'm like, is that what they're saying? Yeah. You just never know with music. Yeah. That's what they're, don't take my Kodachrome. He's singing about his camera. I never knew that. That's pretty bad. Did you know it was called Kodachrome, though, the song? I, I did know, I never but knew I never either. put two and two together oh about that that was camera. But anyway, he's 80. My mom's getting a lot of good company That doesn't make month. you feel good. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay, but I mean... Some of the best, I mean, sounds of silence, oh, bridge Paul. over troubled well, water. I, I mean, oh, my gosh, some of the most great. beautiful songs really ever made. And truly, okay, so, um, a talk show escaped us, Julia. It went right by us. We forgot it was coming on in this market, but I guess a lot of people forgot about it because Nick Cannon's syndicated talk show. It's on. Is on. When? And nobody's watching. It oh. debuted on September 27th. On what channel? Fox. What time? Two. Well, that's why. But I'm just saying, it's emerged, and um, the first week of the broadcast, 400,000 viewers. Okay. It came at the very bottom of the talk show pack. He can. He's going to find out just how hard it is to draw an audience from Drew Barrymore, who now in her second season on the CW at 9 a.m., she still can't get more than a half a million, and this is her second year. Right. And um, even w- Wendy Williams, who's been on for, what, 10, 11 right. years? She's only about 600,000 viewers. What's like Kelly Clarkson and Ellen? And- well, Ellen, Ellen's like, you know, she lost half. She was Which, doing it, like 2.4, and so now she, she's like okay. you know, more a million, but... Her ratings have been good this season. They, right. They've inched up a little bit. And then Kelly Clarkson is doing really well. And, of course, The View always is a, like a solid couple million. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no one tuned in uh, to Nick. I didn't even know it was. I totally thought it got postponed. It was supposed to debut last yeah, year. I totally thought it got postponed. So that must have been when we kept hearing. must have debuted around the time we kept hearing that his Psychic told him maybe it would be a good idea to be celibate for a year after he's had seven different baby mamas. Well, so I think he had, had four like different four kids last year in, in a six year, six months or yeah. a year or something. And, they, really. and literally, I kept, I just threw out the headline on that like yesterday for yeah. my pile because we never talked about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to, I'll just DVR and just check out what his vibe is. But I was kind of like, I remember when I checked out, I was in charge of checking out. Harry Connick Jr., his vibe on his talk show. And it just kind of made me feel bad. I don't want to see people trying that hard or uncomfortable. Like or Madonna. Like, yeah, but I mean, in a talk show a talk format. Show I format. mean, the, right. even the first week that we watched Drew Barrymore, we both were uncomfortable because she was so uh, like me, like me, like me, like mm-hmm. jumping up and down, desperate to but like do you, her. Do you really even think, I mean, think about the daytime. Um, that's There's so many options. I, 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah Good I luck know. to you, Nick. I know. You know, people would, uh, I mean, I don't know. How much talk show can you have? I don't. I think it's going to be a one and done. Right. That's I, what I think. I'm sure, Lori. Yeah. Wow. Do you think they gave it to him because they owed him at Nickelodeon? No, he did a deal. I mean, maybe there was something to do with his Nickelodeon yeah, thing. Because they kind of jacked him over and he right. said, no, you guys owe me. Right. And they, he's made a lot of money for them. And who mm-hmm. knows how Les Moonves has screwed him over or something. Right. But it was when he did that deal, like he made that deal in like, 2019 for debut ago. of 2020. Right. And a lot has changed and all of that. And then... He, on his radio show or podcast or whatever he has, you get in trouble sometimes when you start talking about things that you don't know that much of what you're talking about. And he was talking about, um, what's his name? Louis Farrakhan. And, you know, all this. Just putting his foot in his mouth and just saying. And then they were like, you can't, your show can't debut. We're going to delay it a year. Mm-hmm. So, and now speaking of talk show, okay, yes. so she always bugged me when she was on this show. Candace Cameron Bray, when she was on The View. Well, she can't even, she was on from 2015, 2015 and 2016. Because she was on, she lasted two whole years. Two wow. whole years. And she's giving an interview. Okay. And she says. She's been talking a lot lately. Well, I think she might have a book out. That might All be right. what she has out. Uh, she might have a book out or something. Yeah. It, but she was on a. Um, what was she podcast? Re- ABC was originally behind on, the table. She was originally on Full House. Yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. And she told um, ABC that uh, she has PTSD from being on The View. That sometimes she would cry before the show. And I thought, if you think crying for work makes you special, special, you've never worked retail, honey. She wouldn't last a day at American Eagle. No, Laurie, she couldn't wait tables either. She no, but less I'm, in a ju- I'm just saying, like, to say that you have PTSD from the view really dis- diminishes people who actually have PTSD mm-hmm. for traumatic things, war or whatever. You can't have PTSD from being paid a lot of money to be on the view and present a conservative viewpoint. Mm-hmm. You got to like read some stuff and watch some stuff so you can have some opinion. But I'm like, lady, you got paid a lot of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyone who's worked in retail has cried. Anyone who's worked anywhere has cried. <laughs> but, but I mean, it, but face sure. forward facing people. Yeah. When you're on a panel at a network with makeup people and a producer who's give you're talking about everything yeah. ahead of time. I, I don't like that she um, made that reference. Yeah, so that mm-hmm. she had PTSD and that she cried and she would be so sick to her stomach because she would have to try and understand and have a general grasp of topics. Honestly, that just bugged me, you know, really did because it's well, just like, lady. Didn't Megan McCain kind of say the same oh, thing? Oh, Megan McCain. That's I a whole like she- nother segment, Julia, to talk about everything that happened with her. Well, I'm sure she'll write about it in a book. And Candace will probably go on Megan Kelly next. You know, her show, sure. her YouTube radio show okay. or whatever it is. And then Sharon Osbourne is talk, talk, talking about the talk. And now she's throwing the producers under the bus by name, saying that they were weak women who didn't have a backbone. She will not give up the the thing that 
basically she got called out because she defended Pierce Morgan's all of his many takedowns on Meghan Markle that it couldn't be because he was racist because he's not racist and neither is she. But in fact, if you spend any time at all reading or listening to any of Pierce's own words, they were all so racially misogynistic towards Meghan Markle. She couldn't separate her friend, you know, and she's still digging in her heels on this. It's kind of astonishing. It's been several months. It's been over that. You'd think that she would have some clarity. No, she hasn't yet. Because remember, she said that they owe her. No, this is too bad. Weak women with no backbone. So they should have defended you because you were defend. You wanted a blind defense of Pierce Morgan. Pierce Morgan, you want everyone to follow suit. Well, when does anything change? Lori, I don't know. (laughs) You know, when is it going to change? I mean, she's bummed. She lost her job. She lost her job and she's bummed about it. But I don't know why you keep talking. She also, I don't know she, why the, she, the head of CBS daytime, she name checked. But I don't know why she's... And she was on Megyn Kelly's show oh. doing all this. Okay, there you go. So, Well, that's the new place. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, it's just like, Sharon, Sharon, you still don't get it. You know, I wish the kids would say, Mom, let's try and have another reality show. Or let's get you busy. Because if she talks this much to the press about it, can you imagine how much at home... Yeah. Or to her friends. They just celebrated. Didn't they just celebrate their big anniversary, her, she and Ozzy Osbourne? It must feel like a thousand years to have been married to Ozzy Osbourne Do since so? the 70s. I don't know. And doggy. I mean, yes. Yeah. I feel like that would be like a really, she's probably really does miss her job at the time. It gave her some purpose. Yeah. And to get out of the home and something else. To, yeah. I think, I bet she does miss oh it, Lori. How about that lame dancing with the stars I even, last night? I didn't night. even watch it. Oh, my goodness. Well, we did get Maleficent, or however you uh, say it. Maleficent. Thank you. Who did it? Well, uh, I think one time Tyra was attempting it. Uh, I was so frightened by the um, wimple that she had on that matched her eyeshadow, the purple wimple with, I may or may not have had horns. What is a wimple? A wimple? What is a wimple? A wimple is when um, somebody wears a skin tight thing oh. around their face that goes down around their neck and into their I like nuns that's what they really call those things that they hang the a wimple that goes around their face is that what that's called it is is it really it really is it's not called a habit well the whole outfit is a habit but that particular piece <laughs> is a wimple <laughs> where it clings to your head and covers like, your neck. I'm trying to find her in a so, wimple so, last night. Yeah, she was wearing a wimple, and I was so distracted. But I mean, there were some, there were some good dances, and I fast forwarded over some stuff. I mean, it was fun, but they had the weirdest elimination. There were three couples left, and they said, "Brian, Austin, Green, and Sharna, you're out of here." And he couldn't. I mean, I'm Did sure. Did he laugh? Was he happy? I don't know. He was just like a pirate of the Caribbean with scars. But the other guy played by Jeffrey. Not Johnny Depp, but the other old guy, Jeffrey Rush or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they made him look ugly. They were like, you're off. So they just ran away. They didn't even get to say goodbye. And then they saved, two judges saved Matt, and there was one vote for Kenya. And Len got to do a tiebreaker, even though it was two to one. Right? Mm. There was no tiebreaker. It's like Matt wins, but he voted for Kenya, and her two votes were more than Matt, so Matt got sent home. 
It was very confusing, Jill's. Oh, it sounds like yeah, it. Yeah, but someone like else it. had a wimple last night on, I think, too, for their horns. I, 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 Lori, I love... The I, wimple is a medieval form of female headdress formed yes. a large piece of cloth worn draped around the neck and chin covering the top of the head. Yes. So exactly like you said. You're going to see wimples in the last duel, Julia. Oh, good call. Yes, yeah. you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? that's. it's just like a way... I just like knowing that name. <laughs> Wimple. Because I'm thinking of a bathing suit cap. You know, we used to have the strap underneath right. the chin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but now it's more of a dramatic. I love knowing. Well, I think we should wear wimples when we do our projects down <laughs> and dirty. Because it's windy out. They're very smart. And wimples were always part of like women on horseback rides and everything. It's a way of protecting you know, protecting your ears your head your neck and then having your flowing but you'd have that huge gown. high dunce hat on and some well, of those but you can have things. any kind of a headgear with the wimple okay it's our construction hats are going to be wimples right if we put a scarf around it in a dark right, All right. Oh, Lord, we gotta that's go such a good word we gotta go <laughs> roger friedman was correct a month ago julia what did he say he said november 19th would be adele's album release date and sure enough she announced today on her Insta that indeed November 19th, and she gave us a really kind of a dear diary. Oh, it this is a dear diary album. Yes. Well, she's talking about the breakup of her marriage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, she always, but that is inspiration. That's, right. that's She broke up with her boyfriend before she met this guy, and that was one of her first, that was her first album. But to admit, I've learned a lot of blistering home truths about myself. Give us some. Give us a blistering home truth. Well, she's, she Let's doesn't. Let's be your homegirl. What, what is well, one of We're going to hear about that in the songs, but she also wrapped herself in new truths because, I mean, I get what she's saying. People will convince themselves of the damnedest things. You can convince yourself you're in love. You can convince yourself someone isn't, you know, uh, the person that you really can. I mean, we, you can just do this and then, then you find out that you were wrong and maybe you shouldn't, you know, and you, you, as you go through the pain of a breakup, maybe you get some therapy, maybe you write music, but you always have to, at the end of the day, come back to find out. What what, what was your I, what was my part right. in this? Right. Delusion, breakup, whatever right. it is. I mean, yes. Cuz one of the first comments she made about this album was saying that she didn't want her um son who's 9 now, I guess, um to see how she was treated in their relationship. And that's a blame situation. That's a blame point of view. So it's kind of mm-hmm. interesting. And then you're thinking, well, she, geez, we can all look, I mean, Every relationship, you can blame everything on the other person. You're not this enough for me. Right. You're not that enough for me. You don't do this for me. You don't do that for me. But then when you take a look at your part of it, what did I do for them? Was I enough for them? Did I listen to what their needs were? Yeah, you know, there's, there's a so lot of many, self-reflection because there when is. Because so, I feel like a lot of blame gets put out there. Yet you're not good enough for me. You're not enough. But yet. What were you for the other person? Yeah, and and women also might be harder on themselves sometimes, mm-hmm. or sometimes you know. But she said, uh, she said, I discovered genuinely useful and wholesome mentalities to lead with. So she got counseling. She went to a therapist. Yeah. That's what that. Well, she means. said she had so much anxiety. She'd work out like six times a day. Yeah, well, because we don't know what all went on, but anytime you. 
implode your life. Yeah. And, and that's what it is mm-hmm. when you break up and even divide a household, divide a household and a you got child. the kid and there's money t- and feelings yeah. and all this stuff. It's, it's, it's not, it's, it's a hard time. It's it is a hard, hard process. It is a hard time. But then she said, but now I'd go, I finally found my feeling again. So she found, she got grounded again with mm-hmm. herself and she's feeling peaceful again. And I think that's the thing that is um, a relief too. I mean, I know she's like 32 and the album is called 30, mm-hmm. but like this was probably when she married him five years We're ago. talking about she, Adele. Yeah. She probably thought this Simon guy was her forever guy. Right. You know, and then to like all of a sudden realize, wait, he's not. And part of the reason he's not my forever ever guys, whatever the reasons are. Right. And one of the reasons can be that you lied to yourself, that you kind of knew it and you weren't, you know, like, I'm just saying that you can lie to yourself and think that you are more in love than you are, that you have this nagging feeling at the back of your mind. This isn't really what I should be doing this, but it's what everybody expects me to do Mm. or I feel like he's so safe with this person and I won't ever have to date again. Or Who knows what it is? You right. know, there's many reasons why people will do stuff. Right. And then, then she turned 30 and her child got older and she just kind of like looked at this man that she really thought she loved and was like, oh God, I don't love you anymore. I feel like too terrifying. <laughs> it's terrifying to do. You Grant, know? have you ever been married? Nope. No. Nope. And I was single most of my life to avoid getting my heart broken. So Yeah, well. Did you have your heart broken young or something that you were protecting it? Uh, yeah, when I was in high school, I high had a school, close purse. Yeah, it was a high school breakup You're thing. You're the only one who hasn't had. Uh, no, just, you even had a high school because you had an, I'm, you probably, who? I don't know, but. I've had least, my heart broken. Yes, of course. Of course I have. Yeah. 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 yeah so. And I mean, I lied to myself when I got married at 27. Totally lied. But didn't accept that I lied to myself until I realized. But know, I also think there's another part about it that marriage is hard. Yeah. And sometimes you either decide this is I'm going to stick in it. I'm going to make this work because it is hard. There are ups and downs. I know yeah. I have so many friends who have gone through like. Right. You right, know, right, deep valleys, right. high peaks, deep valleys, yeah. high peaks. And it is hard. So it's. So she might have even been having counseling while this breakup was, you know, kind of happening. They might have been trying to work it out because right. she moved to, they moved they to moved Beverly to Hills LA. like five yes, years or six years ago. Right. And she just had a quiet on the low down, nice celebrity life. I imagine her playing cards or having like Beyonce over and whoever else. You know what I Lives mean? Lives in the hood. She didn't like, she wasn't going out and about and stuff. Well, and she also no. said she doesn't ever, she doesn't drink because it yeah. kills her voice. She yeah. doesn't smoke because it kills her voice. It's always blows me away when you see musicians, singers. Yeah, yeah, Smoking. Yeah. I don't know how they do that. Right. Um, But she said, you know, because remember she had the polyp surgery. Yeah. So she's going to be writing an album though that so many people are going to relate to. Right. I think getting if we listen to the words, if we listen to the words, but I think that people have whatever you want to call it, a starter marriage, but where it's a shorter relationship and you get married at one period in your life and you weren't done evolving. And when you get to that state, then you're just like, you just look back at that person and you're like, do the math and you realize how long life is and you can't 
you can't do it one more day. Well, we're going to learn more about that in Vintage Scandal today because the person we're talking about has been married six times. Oh. And so many of his marriages were just two-year jumps. Yes, because so this, is, this is the horny the, line that you the, do to yourself. The two-year okay? jaunt. The two-year jaunt. always has a name for everything, yeah, Grant. No. Oh, it's oh, the yeah. horny line. Oh, no, because, because you're you can orgas- horny line you're, yourself for the, the maximum two orgasmic years. Orgasmic haze. Yeah, orgasmic haze is <laughs> and, really... And then, and you can't think straight, according to Lori. No, Nothing is real. No, because all you do is throb. <laughs> and boy, is it fun when it's... It's so fun when you're in it, though. Oh, oh my... It? There's oh. nothing better, but you have to be careful. Oh, it's the Not best. to get, you know, a scammed. Now that um, if you're... Not even scammed. Just you have to be careful to make sure that you're expressing what you but want. But you can get scammed. I know women in their 40s and 50s who've gotten scammed in their orgasmic haze, giving money to guys, okay? Well, that's called catfishing. No, but that's orgasmic haze, too. We gotta go. I don't know about those stories. You have you've been holding on to me. <laughs>